0: Want more control over your life? You need more control over your money. Hi, I'm Jean Chatsky, and that's why I started the Her Money podcast. From understanding your money personality to taking steps to earn more, spend wisely, invest for tomorrow, and protect it all, I can help you get there. So join me, subscribe to Her Money with Jean Chatsky wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, welcome to Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets Mindful. I'm Nikki Eisenhower, your host, life coach, and psychotherapist, and on today's episode, I'm sharing how I process getting used or screwed over. If we're highly sensitive, I think it's safe to say that most of us are familiar with the feeling of getting used or screwed over. In some ways, it makes sense. When someone uses me, it's because I've got really good stuff to use, y'all. And as sensitive people, our empathy that we will extend to people, especially before we learn how to take care of ourselves around that super empathy, sets us up to be used by people with low empathy so that they can soak up our empathy. That's why we call them emotional vampires. And one of the scary truths, I don't know if I've named this yet on the show, but one of the scary truths that I believe about highly sensitive people is that when highly sensitive people aren't very honest with themselves and with the people in their worlds, We can become energy vampires. It's not a comfortable thing to look at. It's not a comfortable thing to know. The reason that I'm naming that is because I see so many highly sensitive people that are very hard on themselves when someone uses or screws them over. So I want to talk to you about the process that I've come to use within this dynamic, this energy for myself and with the clients that I coach and counsel. And the first step is to feel whatever I'm feeling. So in the course of my career, I have at times extended myself financially to help someone, meaning, and I think many therapists out there will resonate with this, coaches will not because they come from a sales background. A coach would never let somebody in without prepaying them in full. That's a difference that we have in terms of background from where the typical coach comes from. And a therapist or a social worker tends to come from a background of helping the community, reduced fees, sliding scale. So in my work at times, intuitively I have taken a chance on some people. Now what that resulted in was me ultimately getting used or screwed over, disrespected, disregarded, dismissed, lied to, wronged, ghosted. And I'm acknowledging that because I I think therapists, we need to talk about that more in the field. There's no other field that I can think of where someone shows up and asks to have the fee reduced. It's a very tricky thing in a helping profession. So over the course of my long career now, I've had this come up at times. And so, let me talk to you about my process using this as the example. It is certainly not the only way I've been used or screwed over. And this is a technique that I believe you can use in a lot of different ways, in a lot of different scenarios. The first step is just to feel it. I've had to sit with myself and really feel what it is that I'm feeling. Am I angry? Am I sad? Am I disappointed? Am I frustrated? Am I confused? And I want to feel it and I want to acknowledge it. And I want to feel that in a raw way where I'm not trying to sound like an enlightened individual in my head, where I'm not trying to get an A-plus on handling my feelings. I want to let those raw feelings be felt. That might mean me walking around my house cursing out loud. It might mean me writing a letter that just says, what the fuck, over and over again, It might be me going to a yoga class and feeling angry and trying to move it through and out my body. What feeling it is not is it's not suppressing it. It's not trying to spiritually bypass. I'll do another episode on spiritually bypassing. But where we get all high and mighty above the feelings and try to think our way out of the feelings, feelings are to be felt. Feelings are not to be thought. So after feeling it in this raw, messy, human imperfect kind of way then I want to start to look at the true source of my feelings and I want to own it because this is the hard truth y'all whenever I have been used it has been because I have allowed it didn't mean I wanted it but I allowed it so that anger that frustration that annoyance that aggravation that sadness that disappointment, it's very easy to point that outward, especially when someone promised me to pay me and I extended myself and then they're not going to follow up with their end of the bargain. Really easy to point that outward. And if I boil that down and reduce it a little bit more, the deeper truth of that is that, oh, I ignored my gut. We are natural helpers In the world, no matter what our profession is as HSPs, we're natural helpers. So often what happens to me and to others or what's historically happened to me and often happens to other HSPs on this journey is that we start to get really aggravated with ourselves because we're realizing and recognizing, oh, I ignored my gut. And we ignore our gut when we want to help someone because we hold a lot of hope in them. We see the potential in them. We want to lift them up. We want to give them a shot. We want to give them a chance. Very beautiful things. But if I'm wanting to do that under the umbrella of ignoring my gut, it's going to blow up in my face. We can only change what we acknowledge. So that's a very important acknowledgement as an HSP of how we allow ourselves to sometimes be a doormat in the name of helping. Every time I've had this realization, a lot of my feelings sort of dissipate and I'm just left with a sadness because it's sad that life in some ways taught me to disregard my gut. And it's a little messed up that the task at hand for me and so many of you who are listening is to come back to what's natural which is trusting the gut. The realization is soothing to me, even though I don't like the truth of it. And I think that's very true with any truth. When we boil it down to that kind of pure truth, there is some kind of peace, some kind of release, because I think we're figuring it out. And we value that as a tribe. We want to figure things out. We want understanding. We crave it. So recapping so far, to feel it in a raw, messy, maybe inner child way, and then two, to look deeper at the true source and to own what we need to own. Now, me owning it isn't over-owning it. I don't want to own the full part of it because it's not fully on me. I share that responsibility with that other person. I allowed it, but that person used That's on them. So the third step is to take nothing personally. And if you bristle right when you hear me say those words, like, how is that possible? What the hell is that? But it is personal. Then I strongly encourage you to get the book, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. One of those agreements is don't take anything personally. I'm going to read a short excerpt from the book. Whatever happens around you, Don't take it personally. Nothing other people do is because of you. It is because of themselves. All people live in their own dream, in their own mind. They are in a completely different world from the one we live in. When we take something personally, we make the assumption that they know what is in our world. And we try to impose our world on their world. Even when a situation seems so personal... Even if others insult you directly, it has nothing to do with you. What they say, what they do, and the opinions they give are according to the agreements they have in their own minds. Taking things personally makes you easy prey for these predators, the black magicians. They can hook you easily with one little opinion and feed you whatever poison they want. And because you take it personally, you eat it up. Now, for me, this agreement of don't take anything personally was life-changing. And that's our next step in this process of what to do when we feel screwed over and used. By not taking it personally, I can sink into compassion, which is good for me and my heart and good for that other person too. Compassion that I'm on the journey and my karmic debt is about learning how to not put myself in that position to be used. That I have a right and really an agreement with myself to step more fully into saying no when my gut says, no, this won't be good for me. No, there isn't honesty happening here. I have compassion for my karmic debt. And I have compassion for theirs. That what they're going through... Put them in a position to use me and to think that that's okay. And that part of their karmic debt is that they're not in a place to be able to clean that up with me yet. That's a hard way to live. And when someone uses or screws me over, what's really happening is I'm going to exit because I'm not going to allow myself to get used moving forward. That's the next step, to take the lesson. You know how when we're sick, they say, like, you got to take your medicine, even if it's gross, even if it's a shot, like, you got to take your medicine. This is our emotional medicine. That often my lesson is to give myself permission to say, enough, I won't allow myself to be used and to be able to hold myself with my head up high, with compassion for my humanity that's imperfect and messy and flawed and learning as we go. And then I can sink into gratitude and be grateful for the uncomfortableness that forced me to learn a lesson. Because each time I learn a little bit more, and each time I take away a deeper way of how to take care of myself on the journey, how to listen to my gut, how to have the boundaries that serve me and honor me, and release my karmic debt. I want to end the show with some. Patreon shout outs. If you would like to come hang out with that growing community, come participate in my live QA that happens monthly or be able to listen to the exclusive content. We have many episodes that are available for you that aren't on this iTunes feed. Thank you for supporting the show at Patreon. It helps us keep the show commercial free. We really, really want that. So thank you so much for throwing us a couple bucks. Couple coffees to help us do that and not bring advertisers on the show. So Patreon lovelies, here we go. I love when somebody lets me use their full name. Thank you for being brave. Jackie Newman, thank you for being an emotional badass at Patreon. Allison Kendrick, I'm sending you a big old hug. Thank you, woman. Amanda, thank you so much for being part of our community. I want to thank Sharon. I'm pretty sure Sharon, I might be misremembering this, but I'm pretty sure Sharon asked a really awesome question. Thank you, thank you, thank you for participating. And Isabel, thank you so, so much for having your energy, your presence. And for all of you that are growing that powerful HSP community, I appreciate all of you. I appreciate those of you who are out there listening to the show, who are giving five-star reviews, thank you. That really helps us on the back end of the podcast. Please subscribe to the show and remember that you are powerful in your life to take care of yourself. I hope this episode helps you remember that whenever you figure out that someone's trying to use, misuse, screw you over, that's because you've got really good stuff. Please keep taking care of yourselves. I promise I will. I'm an emotional badass. You're an emotional badass. And together, we are where Moxie meets mindful. Bye-bye.